Welcome to The Think Tank, a podcast for life's deeper conversations. From life, guest interviews, and everything in between, we're discussing it all. Join hosts Chase Sanchez and Ethan Finn as we dive deep into The Think Tank. Are you good? It's running. Okay, all right. Welcome back to The Think Tank Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan. Uh, and today, in the, it's been a couple weeks. I feel bad because I, I told myself at the beginning of this year that I was going to upload an episode every week. Because that's what we normally do, but um, I've now missed two weeks in a row. So, welcome back to the podcast. It's been almost a month, but here we are. Uh, Tyler, welcome back to the show. Filling in. I think the last time I was here was the AI one. Yeah. With, was that with Claire? It was. That yeah. was. Wow, that feels like a month ago. I mean, it, that one was like, yeah, actually it was like four weeks ago. Feels like that, Cause, yeah. Yeah, because I had one after that, and then I haven't had one in two weeks. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, here we are. We're on the podcast again, and we have a special guest. Special guest today, Ella Picard. Ella, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, good to have you here. She got the the brown Nike socks, which mm. we didn't know existed until this Not moment, a, right they're now. They're literally my favorite thing. Black. <laughs> I own like fifteen brown things, so yeah. <laughs> so you keep track of all the I colors. I do. I do. I go through color phases. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do you like organize your closet by like color code? Yeah, like, I do. <laughs> I okay. actually like oh just did that like two weeks ago and yeah. I feel like so it's a little though. satisfying for a little bit, oh, but then when well, you do laundry like once or twice, and you're like, I don't want to put the clothes back this That's way. That's actually where I'm at right now. <laughs> I have I like, throw it in there. <laughs> I have like 10 things in my closet that are color ordered and the rest is shoved in my dresser because I don't want to put it back. Yep. So yeah. That's how, I, and then you got to rifle through to find it when you want to yep. wear it, but oh, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Ella, um, it's good to have you on the show because I feel like I know some things about you, but not everything so like just like everyone else will be learning about you so will i and tyler probably well maybe he knows more than me but <laughs> maybe, <just> a little <laughs> bit. maybe a little bit <laughs> but yeah so ella tell us a little about yourself where you're from what you're doing okay. all that good stuff so i'm from marinette wisconsin um i actually have moved around like 13 times in my whole life so i would say i'd say i'm from marinette because i've lived there probably the longest um i think a total of like six years um in different increments uh I graduated high school early, so I'm actually 17, and I came into the spring semester, so this is my first semester at CCU. Um, I'm currently a triple major, so I'm going for global studies, international business and economic development, and apologetics and ministry, um, which has been kind of crazy, and it's just because I'm slightly indecisive, but yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of my, wow. yeah. That- just seems like so much work it's like actually not that much work like Uh it's i mean it kind of is like i have to take well this semester i'm taking 15 credits um because i came in with a couple business credits uh but i'll have to take a couple summer classes and then 18 credits the rest i'm actually like in the middle of i just had this random idea yesterday to like completely switch everything that i'm doing and like potentially become a real estate agent um but right now i'm on the path of (laughs) being a triple major wow can you even have minors if you like, can you still uh, do that? I don't know. I don't really want to add anything else, but <laughs> no, I don't know. Hmm. That's really exciting, actually. I mean, I've never wanted to do more than one major because I always felt like it would be a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, thinking about, like, when you come out on the other side, you're going to be very qualified for mm-hmm. a lot of things. Right. And it's, so. like, it was cool because I actually decided to go to college, like, two months before Um we actually came here in January, and um, I signed like I sent my application in the day that spring applications were due. So like deciding my major and stuff, I 
I pretty like pretty much decided two weeks before I came here. So. Wow. Um, Dang, that's a that's a huge transition. Um, I feel like it's definitely a lot harder too, even than just coming like after a summer because. You get a summer break, like you're done with school for a little bit, you kind of relax, and then you can move in. But like you probably had school, and then like two weeks later, you're like, okay, now I'm here. Yeah, literally, I trans, I I finished school. I think on December, like I think it was December sixteenth, and then I moved into CCU on January fifteenth. So wow, I had like Christmas break, wow. a grad party, and then I moved. Yeah, and you were online, insane. right? So I did online school for freshman, sophomore, junior year, and then my last semester of senior year, which is this past, um, I did book school just because it was um, I actually could take classes that I wanted to take, whereas like my online school was gonna make me take like freshman PE and like a oh, freshman yeah. science class, and I was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, no thanks. <laughs> so I did like church history and government and like a bunch of things that I was actually interested in. So. Yeah, and something that is obviously probably relieved some work off of your shoulders this oh, semester. Yeah. So. yeah, for real. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Um, I, I don't know if you said this. Have you have you like had you thought about like how long have you had like your your kind of like career I guess like driven goal oriented path? Uh, three months. Okay. Well, wow. I don't know. It's weird. I feel like I feel like I've kind of have had like a lot of different ideas ever since like I was like four like and I like took a bunch of steps to do a bunch of different things just because I've always had that drive and I just get bored of stuff really easy so Mm -hmm. I would like start on something and like go crazy with it and then kind of pick something else that's new and exciting but this specific thing has been like over the past like three or four months I've been okay wow yeah that's that's a that's a lot I, I remember like in high school for the longest time people ask like, Oh, what do you want to do after this? And I was like, I don't oh, know. Literally, I couldn't tell you. Yes. I would say yeah. yeah. And it's, it's hard to like figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like for you to kind of have, I mean, it's four months, but like mm-hmm. for you to kind of like have actual goals beyond just your major is like really huge because I feel like a lot of people have dreams of like, Oh, I think it would be fun to do this. Or I think it would be cool to do this. But like, unless you have like steps you're taking to actually do those things, you're not going to accomplish it. Yeah, I it just like, won't happen. So yeah, I, totally I think it's, agree with that. Yeah. it's really cool. To, to I think it's that. really interesting. I come from like, it's kind of, I never had the like high school experience of like counselors, like telling you to pick your classes to like do all this. And like, mm-hmm. I had people ask me all the time of like, Oh, what are you going to do? But then when I'd say I was like homeschooled, it was kind of like everyone would treat it almost like as a joke a little bit. So like, I always had this fear that I was never going to actually get into college or like I wasn't going to gonna get a high enough test score if I didn't know exactly what I was gonna do I was never gonna accomplish anything um but like once I got past that I feel like I used high school to grow and like try a bunch of different things rather than like determining like what I was gonna do lifelong and I'm kind of in the same boat with college a little bit where I feel like I'm going for this specific thing but like I don't know how God's gonna actually use it and like I'm kind of just taking a step but yeah being open to like a bunch of different opportunities and i don't think that's something that's like heavily pressed on our generation is like yeah no definitely I don't know, to like try different things rather than deciding like freshman year what you're gonna do and who you're gonna be definitely yeah, yeah that's that's a very wise thing to uh to recognize i think there's there's a lot of people that i know even like older than me that really have no like they're gonna be graduating this this spring and they don't really know what they're going to do afterwards, right. which can be really scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I like to think that by the time I graduate, I know where I'm going next, but I don't know how realistic that is. Right. 
but at least, you know, I can do what I can to minimize any sort of like confusion going out of that. Cause I feel like, you know, you can, you can graduate high school and, and not know what you want to do. But I feel like once you graduate college, like you got to at least have something. Cause like, otherwise you're gonna be homeless. You know what I mean? For real, yeah. And so like you can obviously change careers, but, but I think it becomes a little bit more real. And so like being able to try different things, seeing what you like now mm-hmm. is definitely the time to do it. Yeah. I like was reading this book. It's called defining decade. And it talks all about how like people in their twenties are struggling so hard right now because they didn't get like good work experience in college or like they didn't try different things. And so then when they went straight into the workforce, they're actually like super dissatisfied and like mm. actually realized like they didn't have what it takes for that specific career. Um, and just realizing like how important it is to put ourselves out there right now yep. and like trying to find those experiences now so we can be more established when we graduate. Like I think that should be a higher priority than like, I don't want to say passing classes because obviously past classes, but like putting yourself out there is huge. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's tough. Cause like sometimes I'll be like, Oh man, you know, the grades aren't everything and stuff. But then I'm like, well, I'm taking like four classes right, right now that are right. all specific to my majors mm-hmm. and minors. So it's mm-hmm. like, I, I kind of need to pass the class, right. but then it's also at the same time, it's like, you know, you're going to have to trial and error and you're not going to be perfect. And mm-hmm. if you put all your sort of like self-worth on, a letter grade at the end of the semester, then you're not really living. Mm-hmm. You're kind of just doing, you know, going, going along, do, going through the motions, trying to, trying to get by. But yeah. I feel like that's something I, this is like the first time I've had like real letter grades that matter. I mean, like yep. in online school, I had letter grades, but I would always just like, it was really easy to get A's. Like it was yep. just, I was, it was easier for me. And so like, I feel like now I'm finding out like what I truly value and what I pour my time into that is not school. Mm-hmm. And then like seeing a letter grade, like it does help you feel motivated, but I don't feel like I have that. Like, I don't know, like I'm defined by a grade, but that, yeah. I don't know if that's totally a good thing because then I don't, I do put effort into school, but it's not like, I don't know. I'm not completely consumed by school. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's good. Cause like, it's a balance, you know what I mean? Like if, obviously our all of us we don't just sit here and do homework all the time like a lot of the time we're just spending time with other people because if you i mean too much social life but then too much academic life is also like they're both they're both too much you know what i mean and it's so interesting like coming into the semester like where everyone kind of has established a little bit more of like a rhythm and routine and like social groups and like Mm -hmm. i'm i'm at a point where i'm like I have no clue what I'm doing like each day is like a different day to experiment like what is actually working so it's been both like I feel like a disadvantage and an advantage to like see what works for other people and also like kind of be behind the curve a little bit has Mm -hmm. been a slight disadvantage with that the one thing that kind of sucks about CCU is people don't like to go outside of their bubble or their friend group Mm -hmm. once it's already been established since like the first month of school yep which is a little annoying and I, I wonder if that's like a a college thing or if that's like a Christian college thing or if that's just a CCU I mean, I thing like I don't need to try to you know <laughs> huh? talk you to more people like afraid to talk to more people or like reach yeah out. I don't even know if it's a it's fear like, but it's just like I, I honestly I feel like it's a Christian thing because I, I feel like there's like this mentality it's like oh I found my people and like these are them yeah. and you're just like with them forever yeah. and it's like mm-hmm. okay that's fine because I mean obviously you find good friends like you want to you want to keep those friends mm-hmm. um, but yeah I mean don't be afraid like to talk to people and Cause you could learn a lot from somebody else, especially like yeah. maybe someone right. that knows something about what you want to do with your life. Networking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, literally. Seriously, it seriously. is. No. It really it's is. huge. Yeah. I feel like something I've learned is there's definitely like 
clicks and I've just mm. had to be like, hi, my name is Ella. It's nice to meet you. Like, let's be friends yeah. and like just mm-hmm. push past that like uncomfortable, like because no one else really like wants to make that first step. But I feel like when you make that first step, I've seen good results so far of just people being welcoming, but it takes yep. you being like, hey, like I'm actually new here. Like, can I yeah, talk to you? People will not I, approach you. No, not you at all, them. which yeah. is so scary. I was like, personally walking on campus. I'm like, wow, everyone is best friends and I'm alone. <laughs> but Yeah, that's I, yeah, that's that's got to be tough. But at the same time, like if it makes you feel any better, I know tons of people who like switched rooms mm. since last mm. semester yeah. or like some people left and like other people, you know, it's just like, there's, there was a lot of like change too that happened. So like, you're not the only one right. who's like feeling that way. Cause like a lot of other people like left their roommates. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are not even friends with their roommates. So like barely even know them. Yeah. Like, I know I can't, I, yeah, I don't know. I think roommates, I are, do that. roommates are, it's like tricky because especially when you get like toward the, the end of this semester, when you have to like pick housing for next year, mm-hmm. it's tough for the kids. Yeah. That, yeah. It's, it, it does. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, if you don't want to live with somebody, that's not necessarily an attack on them. It's just like, mm. I mean, that's a lot to ask to live with somebody for nine right. months. Like right. that's a lot. We were actually yeah. just talking about that, like how to have that conversation with like your roommates and with people who, um, like you do, like you do think are cool, but yep. you just can't live with them and like how to have that conversation in a way where it's like, I don't like, not like you, I just don't feel comfortable in this situation. Right. And, like it's hard to like not be offended, you know? Mm. Yeah, and it's it's also tough when like, you know, if your roommates like aren't your friends, yeah, like obviously it makes sense. But <laughs> if you know, sometimes you get lucky and your friends are your roommates. But like a lot of people are friends, but they can never live together. Yep. And so then like, you know, or you, you are friends and then you live together and you realize like, shoot, I cannot live with my friends. <laughs> Learning to coexist like, with females, like mm-hmm. five other females, literally one of the hardest things I feel. Of learning how to, like, all, yeah. like, <laughs> how to be friends, how to have emotions, how to, like, yeah, having that healthy community without being, like, yeah, I don't know. It's been, that's been one of the hardest things about college, I think, is mm-hmm. learning how to coexist with other people well. Like, because when it's with your family, like, you have to. Like, yeah. you just, you learn right. how to. Right. You, like, love each other, you love fight, you do all the things. But, like, it's weird with roommates because you have... I don't know. It's more of a, you have a choice to like yep. get along or not get along. Mm-hmm. Do your chores or not do your chores. I don't know. And I you're just like, like too separate, you know, you're separate yes. people. Yeah. Yes. You're not like related in any way. Right. And so whenever, like, I don't know, I give people crap all the time because they're not people, but like, not, I'm not being sexist here, but like I always say like, you know, women have more hard, like they have a harder time with roommates usually right. yeah. than guys do. Uh-huh. Um, like going into it, like we just didn't, we didn't really talk to each other at all before we came That's here. That's what I was saying. I was that saying we got terrifying. lucky because like day one, we instantly just bonded. We just I became like best friends. I feel like, like we all knew that we were going to be friends yeah. for the whole, yeah, yeah. for all and the school. I, yeah. like, we were like, that's it. These are my friends. Yep. This is it. That's it. We live together. So we're friends. And yeah. like, it wasn't, we, it wasn't like we felt obligated, but you know, it just like, it felt right. Um, yeah, the amount of stuff we did those first few days, all of us together was, it was crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The first, I feel like the first like month or two. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had we was too much social life. Mm. <laughs> and it, it didn't even feel no, awkward. No, knowing never. you guys at first, I felt like it's almost like we already knew each other, like all of us already. That's yeah, so cool. Like yeah, yeah, which obviously doesn't happen with everybody, but mm-hmm. but like that's that's like a real thing. Like like I don't know. I feel like not getting along with your roommates is a normal thing that should be like mm-hmm. yeah understood yeah. because it it's tough. You've especially like in these apartments of six people. Like six random strangers from different parts of the country mm. coming together and having to 
live together for like the whole year is it's like it's a lot i think it's so. hard too like i came in to a room that's already been like best friends tight-knit mm. group yep. and so like i felt like i was filling a place and like that's been pretty hard too it's like establishing like who do i want to be in college and like not being influenced by everyone i am around all the time yeah it's hard when living with girls yeah do you feel like you kind of like knew who do you think you were like very self-aware and you knew who you were when you came in or were you are you still like sort of like i guess we're always like finding ourselves yeah, but yeah, yeah. do you feel like you were pretty like solid grounded like this is who i am i think ahead of that time? i definitely went through a season like this past year and a half has really been a journey of just learning like what do i truly like like who, who do i want to be in who am i becoming and like what are the steps that are getting me there so i would say i came into school in a very transitional period in mm. my life where i kind of decided like this is who i don't want to be like these are the things that i've learned about myself that i don't like and this is the person i want to grow to be so i would say i wasn't like fully con like confident like this is who i am um unapologetically but i think that i'm learning like the person i am and who i want to be um so like you said it's like it is a growing process and i think we're constantly being shaped but i would say i had a solid foundation at least of like hey this is the person i do want to be yeah so yeah. yeah that's good i think that's pretty important i mean i i feel like i kind of knew who i was too coming into college but like obviously i've i feel like i've changed a little bit since then mm. you know yeah. experiences and stuff like that will do that but um mm -hmm. But I feel like that's pretty important because I, I would have I – can, I can see how, like, coming to college and stuff and not really knowing who you are or whatever will – you'll kind of be swayed easily I think into just, the things of other people. But. Yeah, sorry. Oh, go no, ahead. I think you just learn, too, a ton about yourself. Like, when you're finally, like – just for me specifically, like, away from home, like, away from your parents – um, you kind of just like have the ability to set your own expectations for yourself. Yep. And that mm -hmm. was, that was huge for me is to like sit down and realize, okay, like these are the things my parents expected of me. These are the things like my peers expected of me now. Like, what do I want to expect from myself? That's like mm. genuinely healthy. Like what helped me grow and what actually didn't help me grow. And like, how can I live that out now? Like being away. Um, and that was like a huge, I feel like that was almost like just a huge like block remover, I guess, of like a mental block I put myself in thinking I had to like meet everyone's expectations, including my own. And now I'm in a place where like I can establish that for myself. And that's been cool. Mm -hmm. I feel like that hit us hard right after new student retreat. Cause I feel like before that, you know, the first semester of college, the way CC set it up, it was almost just like a continuation of senior year. Yeah, it felt As like a summer camp a little bit. It was like a summer camp, but it yeah. was like, I still felt like I was in senior year the first month or so of yeah. college. Like, it doesn't feel like I'm, I'm a freshman all over again. It didn't feel like that. Yep. And then once we were back from New Year's Retreat, it was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, that was that's weird. To, that's a weird, yeah. that's a good point though. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that, it was like, nothing really happened other than it just kind of like, you came back and it was like, a switch like went off. Because like, it was, you yeah, know? like what you were saying before, like when you're driving back from New Year's Retreat, right? You're not going to your actual home. You're going back to school. Mm. So it kind of hits you yeah. like, okay, I got to get my stuff together. I got you know, yep. to start working. Cause, yeah, you know. no, seriously. And I think, I, I mean, maybe not everyone did this, but I feel like we especially kind of, we, I mean, we obviously you want to make college fun, but like we made it, we made college like just a fun experience and not like a, yeah, we're not like a, too, you right? Know, yeah, right. 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 And I mean, not that we were like lazy or anything, but 
I just feel like we just weren't focused on academics. Right. Yeah. Cause for me, you know, I, I would sit in class and like, and I would, I would just keep thinking about like what I was going to do after class. Exactly. That's like, all that I was yeah, Where we were yeah. going to yeah. go or like, you know, yeah. and we stayed up later than we needed to and should have <laughs> before an 8 AMs and you oh, know, yeah. that kind of that stuff. Was, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think new student retreat also like, kind of helped that kick into gear. Cause it was like, okay, wait a minute. Like this is like real life. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this isn't just like for like, this is like, yeah, you're in college and it's fun and it's technically temporary, but like college is like, this is what I do now for most of the year. Mm, so yeah. I need to like treat it like I'm living, not just like partying kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, that's a good point. Another big thing I've learned too is like in college is you can't expect anything like each day. Like it's it literally <laughs> each day is something random, completely new that you wouldn't think would happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like good things or, yep. you know, mm-hmm. bad things even too. Like <laughs> yeah. you just don't see it coming. That's for so, sure. Have you felt like time has moved faster since you've been here? Uh, yes. 100%. Okay. Yep. Well, I also like just realized like I've been away from home for like a month and a week today. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that is actually kind of insane. It's just flown by. I know. More That's than crazy. halfway done, right? Well, halfway, I guess. Uh, a little, yeah. Yeah. But like, it feels like I just it's graduated wild. high school. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's, uh, it is definitely definitely weird a weird experience i feel like this semester too more than last semester i feel like the beginning of last semester and the end of last semester moved by really fast but like there was this like dull period in the middle that was like every day was like so long but this semester especially i've just i've time has just like escaped me mm-hmm. like completely it's and i feel crazy. like that happens as you get older that's well, what i hear yeah i like already am like trying to plan like okay like what am I going to do for summer? Like yep. not even thinking about spring break. I'm like already like already planning for summer. I feel like I'm already done with school and I literally just got here. So. Yeah. I know. It's, it's so weird. It feels like it's like spring, but it's like, no. I don't know about me, but like since getting to college, like I'm so worried about the future or just like trying to align everything for my career. I'm like yeah. focused on that as much as I am with school. Like, do you guys tend to like worry about, about finances? Like for like after college, obviously right now you're probably not worried about it, but like, I don't know. At least for me, I think about that a lot. Slightly. Like, where am I going to live? How am I going to afford to live? Like, all that stuff. Yeah. It scares me. That's, like, a recent thing I think I've actually been, like, focusing more on is my mom always jokes, like, you need to find a career that supports the lifestyle you want. Mm. And I'm, like, an online shopaholic and, like, all of these <laughs> things. And I'm realizing, I'm, like, realizing, like, I actually want to make money and I want yep. to do well and I want to be able to, like, do the things I enjoy doing. And, like, right now having to, like, budget pretty hardcore to, like, yeah save and achieve that has been definitely a continuous conversation of like how am I going to establish myself now yeah like to prepare for finances in the future definitely yeah Yeah, because I I feel like if I don't do it because I I don't know for me I'm like oh it's like a long way off whatever like I'll just I'll worry about that when the time comes but by then it's too late kind of thing you know what I mean right right so especially like having taken start now yeah I feel that I yeah I feel yep. like I have to start saving now. I have to. Yep. And investing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Investing. Yeah. Huge. Mm. I, I forget what it, what the exact statistic is, but it's like people that skip their twenties to invest mm-hmm. and wait till their thirties, they miss out on like four and a half million dollars. Yes. My dad like always would send me those podcasts. Yeah. I wish I would have <laughs> listened Ramsey, now. Like, like, <laughs> I like, he would send me them in like my freshman year and I was like, Oh, whatever. And like, yep. Now I feel like there's a lot of things he did send me that I want to like re-listen to and like actually apply like starting now, like yeah. freshman year of college. Yep. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That's seriously like important. And 
I don't know, because I don't want to worry about money, because it's, like, not something that you should really mm. worry about. Right, right. But, uh, like, it, it's, it's a real thing. Because, like, also, I, I love Colorado, but I'm, like, I can't afford to live here. Like, there's no way I can. That was like, actually you know something I, mean? I was, like, yeah, realistically thinking really about. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll find a couple million dollars rolling uphill in the next couple of days. But, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> money goes As on you trees. should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not likely. Speaking of which, uh, do you have a job right now? So, funny. I had a job mm-hmm. uh, for one day, and I quit uh, two days ago. <laughs> um, because, basically, there was just, like, a lot of miscommunication on, like, pay hours and, like, what I was actually doing. Um, and mm. so I had worked previously um, at a job back home, and so I just transferred to the same job here. And they were scheduling me for, like, four eight-and-a-half-hour shifts a week. Or, not a week. Four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four shifts a week. Um, and half of them were, were like when I had classes and they oh, were geez. like not willing to like work around that. And it was a job that's so focused on like selling credit cards to like hmm. women. And I just, and they were like, you need to get five credit cards a day or else we shorten your pay and hours. And I was like, what? I was like, I am not a salesperson. And like, they didn't tell me this in the interview. They were like, you're a perfect fit. You'll do great. And then my first four hour shift felt like it was like, it felt like eight hours and I was so dead after it. And I had only gotten three and they were like, well, we hope you do better next time. And so I like had a call with them and I was like, I can't do this if this is your expectation. And they're like, well, this is our expectation. So I quit. Um, What what is this company? It's called Maurice's. It's a women's clothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I was not in the mood to be a salesperson and like constantly being like, you can save 10% if you purchase our credit card today. Right. Like, they would have us practice it in like a mirror and I'm like, I can't do this. Especially cause like, like, you know, it's like, yes, it's like kind of a scam. Yes, like, yes, you know, it's like a, you're signing up yes. for a credit card that you don't need. Yes. Like that's exactly, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> tough. I couldn't do that. But that's like, it's like an in and out, you know, you say the same thing when you're like taking orders, it's the exact same thing every single time to everyone. We're not like scamming. What? Oh no, no, we're not, we're not. I just mean like, like we're saying the same things. To yeah, them. yeah. Like, right, yeah. Right. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Like every time. Yeah. It's like repetitive, but you know. I, I mean, worked as a. You know what I mean. Yeah. You're like onions. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> what were you saying? Oh, I worked at a coffee. <laughs> I worked at a coffee shop for a while. I've had like eight jobs um, since I turned 16, um, and just like I've just worked at a lot of different places and had a lot of different experiences. But that was how it was as a barista. Is like you ask the exact same questions and like. You have to like memorize things and like that kind of work i was totally cool with like yeah. asking the same kind of questions like producing a product it was that was fun but this kind of work is just it was not not it yeah yeah that sounds sounds not very not very uh interesting at all mm-hmm. but i feel like a coffee shop could be kind of fun mm-hmm. i don't know it's so weird because most coffee shops in the area you have to be 18 mm. and like i guess i never considered that and i'm like still a minor i'm 17 yeah. so a huh. lot of the positions i wanted to apply for and like called for they were like yeah we need you to be 18 because huh. i couldn't like legally close oh, after like I see. a certain time yep. and like that is super lame but yeah that does kind of suck so next semester potentially yeah coffee shop. i tyler have you only i'm sorry sidetrack have you only ever worked at in and out was that your only job Okay, I have a story. I don't know if I share it now, but you don't have to. So I, I actually had another job before, but I was only there for a day, and I quit. Um, it was a polo club. Really? So I was doing grounds at a polo club. Okay. But it was terrible. There were illegal Mexicans working there. Oh. Drug addicts. 
and me and some few other teenagers got hired that went to another high school around me, and they all quit on the first day too. And dude, because it was my neighbor, told me about it, because he knew the guy that ran the place, the grounds or whatever. But it was painful. It was hot. We just had to fill holes, like from that the horses. That's so rough. That's awful. And you just go all along the line, and it was like the length of maybe two and a half football fields. You just go back and forth and back, all day long. Dang. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and I came out to work and like my shoes were just filled with like dirt and like oh. so I'm like, I can't work here. <laughs> and like the workers, they would um some of the workers would lock the illegal Mexicans in one of the You don't need to <laughs> okay. Right. In one of the warehouse thingies and just close the door and lock them there. Wait, like overnight? No, no, no. Oh, just, okay. Like, I was like, wait, bro. For like a few hours. What? Yeah. Bro. And then yeah, it was it was this podcast is getting reported for sure. Well, I didn't. I didn't say the name of the place. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't out them like that. Yeah, or do. They, I wonder. Are they still in business? Did they get shut down. 100 percent. Really? They have tournaments there all the time. Mm. Oh my gosh. Wow. Because they have to have someone to manage the grounds, you know. A group of people, yeah. So. But yeah, I've only worked it now for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all that to say, I was gonna say like, because like when I was first trying to find a job, it was like over COVID. And so That's it was like, was yep, it was around like August-ish of 2020. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to get, I can get a job. Because I was like, if we're going to have online school again, I got time yep. to work. Right. So I was looking and I, I wanted to work at a grocery store. Okay. I was like, that'd See, be hard. I applied to a grocery store yeah. too and I got declined. Me too. I went three times. I actually wow. applied to five <laughs> jobs and got declined all of them. Wow. Really? And That's then so I applied sad. to In-N-Out, got declined, reapplied, and then got accepted. Dang, bro. No, I, I just went... I applied to like gyms too because like all free membership. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. They all were eighteen, and then the grocery store was eighteen, and mm-hmm. um, then I, I like I came back one time because I was like I went to like a bunch of different grocery stores in my area, uh-huh. and I was like dressed kind of nice. I was like, just like to see if they were hiring, right? And I got no luck. And then my mom was like, you know, In and Out's like two minutes away. You should just go over there and like just see if like maybe they're hiring. Yeah. And I did, and then I got set up with an interview, and I got hired like two days later. So That's amazing. Yeah. And I've been there since. But. It's crazy. I couldn't imagine like being in a job like long term, long term. I guess like the longest I've worked at a place is like a year and a half, probably. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it's all been like different places, like since I was mm-hmm. fifteen. So that'd be interesting to work with like the same company. I yeah, I mean it's kind of nice because like for a little bit there was like a period of time like my senior year of high school where I was like I want to get another job because mm-hmm. some of my other friends had other jobs and they. Like, I don't know, in and out can be a little stressful sometimes right. and their jobs weren't as yeah. stressful. And so I was like, I'll get another job. It'd be great. I yeah. can grow my hair out again. It'd be perfect. And, but nowhere else was, was like paying me enough money. Like they weren't yeah, going to, it true. wasn't going to yeah. be enough. I was like, I cannot compete in and out is like leading with all the wages. So I, I, it was so funny. Week one of you getting here, I was like, Dude. Hey, I'm going to be working in and out here, you know, like next semester you should, you know, come back. And you're <laughs> like, there is no way. I was like, I'm not going back to in and out. No shot. Here you are. And now here I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I'll own it. I'll eat my words for that. But, but yeah, that's that's tough. It's tough. They have great benefits there. Like, yeah, I don't for... see a reason why to leave in and out. Honestly, it's no, like yeah, you know a job either. now until I get like an internship or something. Or if I was like full time too. Oh, it's like great. you get you get good benefits. You get like. It's just very physically it's... demanding. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and if like a lot of people don't like food, they don't want to work in food. Mm. 
And so if you're not, I feel like In-N-Out's different though than most fast food restaurants. Like it's still food are, service though. Yeah. But like, how things yeah. are ran and like management mm. and yeah. pay. I feel like that's a huge part of like working in fast food. I I worked at Culver's for okay. a whole four months of my life, um, <laughs> and the management like it wasn't even the job itself. It's like how a place is run determines. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause I can do physical work. Like, I can I can take care of all of that, but. Once you have bad management and people who like overschedule and don't care about you as a person, I feel like that yep. dictates. Yeah. yeah. And I think like probably one of the reasons why In N Out is usually like highly like more high regarded fast food is because they're not franchised. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're not gonna have different people like with di- owning different like locations. It's all run by the same same people and so yeah. and most of the managers are like seasoned managers. You're not gonna you're not gonna find like a really bad store manager who's like yeah, barely been on the really, job most every store manager at least has been there for like 15 20 years yeah so it's okay. like they, okay. they kind of know what to do which is good and they love but, their jobs too which makes the experience better for us lower levels yep. too, so. yeah 100 yeah. yeah i don't know i think it'd be cool to start would you ever like well i guess you kind of want to start a business mm-hmm. right so yeah well like i currently so i started a business in september of 2020 um and I make like polymer clay jewelry earrings. Um, and I started it out kind of just because I wanted money and like as, as a side hustle. And then over like the last six months before I came to school, I turned it into a nonprofit raising awareness on human sex trafficking. Um, and like for both like teenagers and um, a lot of the adults in my community. So I feel like having that experience has really led me to like desire to be my own boss and like have a nonprofit small business turn into missionary work. And that's kind of like the goal with my whole major. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. I don't know very many people who are like already kind of know that much that they yeah. want to do. And so it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it's also like a good, just a good thing to do, you know, mm-hmm. but did you know that you want to do that? Uh, wait, which part? Like, the business aspect yeah, or like non profiting, like human tra- like just oh, helping okay, it in general okay. with human trafficking. Like, when did you yeah, know I, what you wanted to do? I started to, like, I think it was when I went to this um, lady at my church. She, like, came up to me. Um, she's 28, and she was like, We should hang out sometime. And I was like, Okay, like, I love having older influence, like, mentors in my life. So I met with her, and she was actually one of, like, um, she's from Washington, D.C., and is, like, one of the head people who would fight in court, um, for, like, human trafficking laws in, like, Google and, like, big companies, and she would, wow. like, go to court with them, and so she just talked to me about, like, everything she was doing, and I was, like, wow, like, I've always known about human sex trafficking, and, like, obviously, like, you hear about it being very prominent in other countries, but, um, as I started to learn, like, it was literally 45 minutes from my house, like, mm-hmm. it's at, like, it's everywhere, and, it's not something people are talking about. And so I kind of just, I realized that like, I want to raise awareness, not even for my own safety, but for the safety of like my friends and like the people Mm -hmm. around me. And just to understand that this is like a huge issue. And there's a lot of people, especially in higher up like government that aren't doing anything about it for like, I don't know, either personal pleasure or personal gain. And so I realized that if I could make a difference and I have the ability to like raise awareness like why wouldn't i like why wouldn't i use what god has given me right now to like further help in the ways i can and be like a good steward with what i have now so i would say that was like i was i talked about doing it in june and then i went to like a camp for the summer um and just like learned more 
about like who I wanted to be and realized that like nonprofits and things like that were something I was super passionate about. So then in August, that's when I made like the official like switch and made my website and reached out to companies and just like called them and like talked to them for like 20 minutes and I was like, hey, like I'm a high school student, I just want to know more and like learning all of the programs and statistics. It was really cool. So, wow. Yeah. yeah, that's super cool. That's like a it's like a like a big like initiative thing too. Like taking mm-hmm. that initiative and being like, you know, like I'm like, gonna do something about it now. Oh, not yeah. just like, oh in the future I could do it. I you feel know? like that's the thing. I have like a lot of drive. I can recognize that. Like if I have an idea, I will do it, no mm-hmm. matter if it works or not. It doesn't like long term, short term, I don't know, we figure that out, but like I feel like the passion and the drive is just something that has always motivated me to just do it and try it and like if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't yeah so that's kind of where that stemmed from too it's just like why not try it like yeah <laughs> what's gonna happen either way right there's benefits yeah that's super cool mm-hmm. dang that's awesome that makes me like want to rethink my entire life <laughs> what am i gonna do about it what am i gonna do to help yeah, somebody huh that's dude <laughs> i mean like an attorney's a pretty it's a pretty decent career you know for like for helping people but yeah. it's also it's also kind of like taking people's money but just maybe <laughs> it's a just a little bit of money a little, little bit just a tad bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's just awesome that's mm-hmm. super cool i kind of feel like a lot of that comes from too i always just have like i'll like randomly think about something and then i like really really want to do it so like this yeah. past summer i went on a five week um like without my phone camp in Minnesota and we spent 12 days in the boundary waters like canoeing and then the rest of it was just like on a like remote camp without running water like learning about Jesus and like serving and doing things like that mm-hmm. and so like and I like heard about it literally my parents were talking about it at church and I signed up like two hours later and like went and like wow figured it out. I just like did it without knowing and like right now I'm actually considering finding like an orphanage to work at this summer instead of going home just because I like yeah I don't know when I feel a desire to do something, I'll find a way to do it. And yep. I do it. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Dang. Just looking for those new opportunities, like where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, there's not many people that can uh, that can say they've done any of that stuff or say that they've ever thought about doing any of that stuff. So yeah, sure. that's yeah. uh, that's that's definitely a very very admirable admirable qualities to have for sure. So yeah, that's good stuff. Good good. Well, Ella, do you have anything else you want to talk about today? I feel like I just, I don't know. I'm good with random. <laughs> I feel like we just kind of, I don't really have anything specific. Yeah? I got a question. Okay, okay so since you've been new to college, right? What mm-hmm. has been your favorite thing so far about college? Like, That's a really good question. I feel like I'm thinking of all the, immediately what comes to my mind is all the things that I don't like about college. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, immediately popped in my head, I was like, not the food. Um, okay. I feel like I've really loved, like, I'm going to say community, but mm. I think I've learned what true community is a little bit. Um, I think, like, just with the people I've met and the relationships I've formed and the ones that have lasted, like, I think I've realized there's a lot of people who do care and, like, do want to pour into you, um, mm. but, like, you have to put yourself out there, and I've yep. just made, like, friendships that I know that I'm going to keep and maintain, and, like, just having people who will see you and be like, hey, like, how are you doing, like, bringing me coffee if I had a hard day, or, like, 
giving me a hug because I miss my mom. Like, just, like, random things like that. Just always being there, even when things are hard. Um, And that's been prevalent since, like, the first week of school and, like, just meeting people. I feel like that's been my favorite thing. I also just love the independence in general. Yeah, (laughs) it's kind of nice. Being able to, like, try new things and make mistakes and form my own opinions and make decisions to do things at 2 a.m. And that (laughs) probably shouldn't happen, but it's just, like, fun. Like, I don't know. I've enjoyed that. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's, uh, like, you find that the more authentic relationships you form are the ones that you, like, kind of have to put yourself out there for a little bit. Right. Because you're you're already putting those walls down and, like, Mm -hmm. taking up a a more vulnerable side that you don't necessarily do with, like, those fake relationships, you know? Right, right. Because I think there's a lot of of people, even in my life, I can think of off the top of my head that, like, we're we're acquaintances or we're friends because it's, like convenient or because it's whatever but it's not super authentic and super communal and those are the ones that i like those aren't the people i'm going to be keeping in touch with after i graduate those aren't the people i'm going to be like going to when i need help yeah and so it's kind of weird like every few years i guess it's kind of whenever you meet new people whenever you get into like a new environment you got to kind of got to like reset because i mean sophomore year of high school for me i kind of had the same like realization of like oh wow like I have some real friends and then I have some friends that like I'm only friends with because we go to the same building every day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so then you kind of do that here too. Cause it's like, okay, man, all these people at college mm. now I'm going to figure out like which ones are meaningful. Yeah. And cause like the people that matter in your life, you'll make an effort to spend time with and mm-hmm. be with. And that's, that's like the end of the day. That's what it is. Yeah. So. And I feel like that's been like, I am 98% extroverted. Um, like every personality test ever tells me that. <laughs> and so like my first two weeks, I just was friends with as many yep. people as I could find. And I feel like now I'm really like to the point where I have like a solid, like four girls that I really enjoy talking to mm-hmm. and hanging out with and like you guys and just having like, I think the quality over quantity is huge, especially at college. Cause yep. there's definitely the hype to have like a lot of friends. Um, and maybe that's just self-inflicted because I want to be around people all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've learned how to shift through that, sift through that a little bit. So, yeah. 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 That's super good. Yeah. yeah I think, um, yeah, that, that's, that's, yeah, it's just, that's probably like one of the biggest things I've learned from life mm-hmm. probably is like making time for people that matter to you Yeah. and like forgetting about not like for not like, Oh, I don't care about you, but like yeah. not really worrying about what other people are doing Yeah. that you don't really care about that much that aren't really, as important to your life because I can there I mean yeah there's just people that I they're not making an effort to like hang out with me or talk to me or Mm. be involved in my life so I'm not gonna do the same either Mm. and like you kind of know which people those are and which people are like the real ones because it's just like you're I feel I feel like you're just naturally drawn toward people who are I mean we're like we're we're communal beings you know Mm. we're creatures that need connection and so when you find real connections you'll be drawn toward those connections for sure and I think definitely through high school, I, like, gravitated to a lot of people all the time and, like, kind of looked for people to fill me. Mm-hmm. And so I would go to certain relationships just to be filled personally and, like, never pour out. And, like, now I'm realizing, like, how important it is to just have those relationships where, like, you – it's, like, an equal, like, communal pouring out. Um, and, like, I've learned when you're, like, fully filled with God and then you pour into other people, like, that's where, like, the – 
best relationships come from is like equally caring about people as they care about you and stuff. Yeah. And that's been really cool to like see lived out in relationships that I have now versus like relationships I had in high school. Yep. For sure. Yeah, that's super good. Anything to add, Tyler? I got nothing, really. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is blank. You got nothing. Dang. Well, Ella, thanks for coming on the podcast today. Um, a little bit of a shorter episode, but I feel like I feel like we got a lot a lot in there. No, it was really good. A lot of thanks good stuff. Of course, yeah, yeah. So, Ella, um, where can everyone find you on on the socials if you want to plug them? You don't have to, but um, you can follow my business on Instagram oh, at Ella Faith Co. Okay, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, we'll link that below in the show notes. Um, I'm. <laughs> this guy, we, it's funny. We always have this thing. Like every time that Tyler's on the podcast, he like adds another like thing to plug. It's so, like one last time, time think, it be real. No, last time it was LinkedIn. It was LinkedIn. <laughs> I don't know if you have another one at this point. Twitter, maybe. I put your Twitter in there. Have you done the Twitter yet? I don't know if I've done Twitter. I don't. Uh, I'll put it in there. I'll okay, put them all the in Twitter. There. I got. I got another social media for next time. So okay, yeah, keep it. <laughs> keep it up here. It's ready to go. Okay, <laughs> awesome. All right, well, that, that's gonna that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Um, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Think Tank. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, DM and follow us on Instagram at thinktank.pod. For questions or business inquiries, you can email us at thethinktankcast at gmail.com. The music of the Think Tank podcast is recorded and produced by Corbin Finn.